This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. He wants to throw it, has time. Throws it out down the right sideline. And it is A.J. Brown catching it in the end zone for a touchdown of 29 yards. Akella Witherspoon tried to defend it, but again, the Eagles take advantage. From my perspective, it's, it's less about what they do and about the things that we're not doing. Um, we're not positioning ourselves to win games. We didn't today, and we got to own that. Um, some fundamental things are falling short. Um, we got to keep a lid on it. If you don't keep a lid on it in the NFL, man, you don't give a chance to self. You don't give yourself a chance to play. Um, we didn't do that, um, and I thought it was a domino effect from there on. I thought our eyes weren't in the right place uh, defensively, and and it's capable of happening. Um, when you're not keeping a lid on it. you got to keep a lid on it. Indeed. And Mike Tomlin said it exactly as it is. If you don't keep a lid on it, if you're not able to stay on top of the coverage, if you're not able to make the play at the point of intersection between the defensive back and the, and the wide receiver, you're going to have a rough day. It's going to be a hard day. You know, the, you look at this, and uh, A.J. Brown had a sensational day. Six catches, I think it was a buck fifty-six. Three TDs, uh, you know, it was one after another. And, um, you know, it's it's really a tough position to be in. If you're a Kello Witherspoon, you're coming off a month of inactivity. Uh, not, you know, practice, but, you again, practice is it's not game speed. And so you got your hammy, you're healing your hammy, and you get out there, and you land in the middle of a track meet, and you find yourself at the, let's say, um, you are at the Nirvana target <laughs> of the opposition and they're coming after you and i certainly will tell you that uh, again akello's put a uh, you know uh a bullet point on on his on his chest you know a target because until he stops those go routes it's going to be one of those things where they're going to keep coming after you i understand that i've had that it happens in all situations whether you're a defensive lineman that can't hold can't hold the point of attack or you happen to be an offensive lineman who gets beat on a certain Oh, Mo or Mike U game, such as I happened to me in, in Miami, and I ended up being benched like three times. Don't worry about it, Akello. I got you for, I got you beat as far as getting benched uh, for the number of times in, in one game. Max, so what, what say you, Max? And the fact is, Mike Tomlin says you got to be able to keep a lid on it, and once that lid was broken, once that lid was smashed, it was all downhill from there. No, it was uh, it was a rough sledding. I want to make sure also, Wolf, I let our listeners know, I had issues yesterday with the game, um, literal connection issues, because it got blacked out in our market. Oh, get we out. Not, yeah, so we didn't get it, and I tried to, I tried to jerry-rig my way into uh, getting the game out here. As only of, you could jerry-rig. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I got parts, of, and then the stream that I did finally find was uh, was not exactly up to snuff, but, I, you know, I caught highlights and everything. So, I have, so I'm going to be honest with, with all the Steelers. I have not watched it, you know, fully, um, and also it was my daughter's birthday weekend. So You, you, you know, might want to explain that. Those. You, want, you <laughs> might want to explain that because Dear Waverly is, she's precious. And, yeah. And you know what? Yeah. Uh, you, you go from there. That's all. Yeah, exactly. So, so it was my daughter Waverly's tenth birthday weekend. So, obviously, my oldest daughter turning double digits, um, and special, special, you know, milestone 
and and we had a lot of family and friends that came in. And, and she asked you specifically. And her one birthday wish <laughs> from daddy, the only one she asked for, um, was that I not work on the weekend of her 10th birthday. So I did not call any college or pro games or anything for my daughter for her 10th birthday. So Blessings um, to you, father. That's the, yeah. that's that's rocking it. Yeah. That's good. So so I so I, I feel like I upheld my end of the bargain, but I still was trying to watch the game. Of uh, course. <laughs> because I was like I was like I'm not working it, but you know, I still have it on and and view it. And uh there were some viewer viewer issues. Um but uh but but I think that's one of the tough things, right? I mean, we kind of knew coming into this game, first and foremost, Wolf, what a challenge it was going to be with Philly. Oh yes. Right? I mean I mean the challenge in and of itself. And then of course you know, for Akello as well, you've missed a lot of time too. Absolutely. So of all the time to miss time to then come back to, this was probably the, one of the toughest that you could that you could draw at this point. I think for any team, if a player has missed significant weeks of of gameplay, and then you draw this team of all teams. Out of the entire NFL, right? I mean, right. You draw this game. This may. This is just as bad as picking a, a Buffalo, as picking a Kansas City. Um, except for this, this team is still undefeated, whereas the other ones have at least lost. Um, but it's it, it was run, it was walking into a buzzsaw, and uh, and nobody would have wanted to have drawn that. And hey, as long as you can pick yourself up from this, then, hey, I got he, I got burnt toast. Now, now I need to scrape off some of those dark edges to get back to normal. There's, there's no doubt about it. Look, um, this was, this, this really in my mind, ball. It's, it's all about Yoda. Do or do not. There is no trying. Okay, I mean that's the way it goes. If you, now I got done watching some of the film in the first half here. I got to break it down more, and I didn't have my end zone view, so I'm getting that. But anyhow, you know, to go over it, there's, there's, everybody's got a hand in this. Okay, this is not just the coaches, it's not just the players, it's not just Matt Canada, and it's not just Kenny Pickett or Akella Witherspoon or, uh, you know, um, Terrell Austin or anything like that. This is, everybody is in on this, you know, and, and that's mm-hmm. the thing, everybody's got to make sure that you understand because right now, here and now, there is a lot of opportunities for splintering to happen, and that's the worst thing that could happen. All right, you don't want to allow those cracks and splinters among the team unity before, you, and all of a sudden now you're going to have a fractured locker room, and some people speaking out, some people start to point fingers, and those those are that's all part of a losing culture in a losing locker room, and that's something I hope we do not see in any way, shape, or form. That's that's verboten in my book. No, absolutely. You you can't allow that uh, when we're talking about different things that can creep and seep and fester in a locker room. It is that negativity. It is the finger pointing. It is, you know, the the seeking others for accountability and not yourself, right? But also being honest about where we are as a team, but also taking it from hey, what do I need to do better in order to do my part to make this team better, right? That's yes. the, that's the that, that's the logical way to do it. But, the you know, the one that's going to be less savory, the one that's illogical, and the ones that tend to 
are the ones that then kind of outwardly project towards everybody else. So we don't want to get to that. Everybody owns, you know, the thing is you get to divide the pie into all the sections of the eligible players to play. So the 45 plus the coaches, right? So you're getting 53, 54 ish type of cuts on that, on, on, on said pie to then, to then share with everyone else. You can't, you can't start saying, I don't want my serving here. Let me push it over here. Oh, no. You know what? They don't want their serving. You know, and you start trying to take more on than you need to. Or um, if an individual is pushing it towards you versus taking responsibility for their own actions. Um, but I think we're still in a good direction as of right now. It has not gotten to that point, like you said. And we hope that it never gets to that point. Exactly. But right now, it's still – you know, it, and also – you get 24 hours. You get 24 hours to kind of, <laughs> di- you know, to digest and feel your emotions. But after that 24 hours, that's when it's, it's back to work. It's back to figuring out what we can do to be a better team um, for all intents and purposes. And hopefully we'll start to see that and start to understand why this was one that we knew was a tough game. But, you know, it's, it's still troubling, um, you know, from our media perspective, not talking about the locker room, you know, it's like we see the progress in moments, but then we see the digre- the, the digression in the same time, right? And I think that's it's almost like running in quicksand at moments, but you're like, the rope is there. They keep pulling themselves out. <laughs> yeah. They're still above head, but they haven't gotten out of it yet. And and that's, I think, what, what one of our frustrations viewing and cheering and wanted to see the team win. You know, it's a matter of three steps forward, two steps backwards, if you ask me. I mean, I think we're saying the same thing with different metaphors or what have you. Uh, Again, I go back to it's do or do not. There is no trying. Look, on a a 16G, you block down, all right? You, You can't allow a guy to cross your face, okay? I mean, I don't care if it's Fletcher Cox, but if you are blocking the play correctly, you have to block down, seal that inside, allow the guard on that side of the line to come down the line of scrimmage, kick out the end man on the line, who happened to be uh, Hassan Rashid or Hassan Reddick. Reddick. Yes. Yeah. One of those. Uh, it's amazing how many uh, how many guys I got crammed in my head all at once. But anyhow, yeah. you got Hassan Reddick. And if you're blocking down, you got to block down and you got to seal that. You know, if you're running a, yeah. a 35 or 34 straight, and you are driven back to the point three yards backwards, and your man want, one-on-one with you tackles the ball carrier for – that would be Najee for a couple-yard loss. That's that's not dialing up something extraordinary. That's not – it's not about, you know, crafting plays. And that's just – you got beat. It's you do or you do not. And, I, hey, trust me. I say this from experience because I have been in their shoes. I have been everybody from, you know, uh, James Daniels to uh, Kevin Dotson to, uh, you know, Danny Moore. (laughs) You know, uh, it it is what it is, you know, and you understand there are lumps that you take in this game. But then you stand up and you're like, okay, I got shoulders big enough. I can take the heat. And that's the way it is. And you move forward and you get better because you have to. There's just there's no trying anymore. You got to get the job done. And right now they're on that precipice of not being able to get the job done all the time and regularly as as you would hope they would. You know, that's part of it. 
You know, an offensive line is judged by their being able to their consistency over time. You know what I mean, Max? It's not oh, about yeah. one or two big plays. It's about slugging it out, play in, play out, drive in, drive out, that sort of thing, week in, week out. Well, and, and it's not just the a- line. Whoa, you know, I mean, yeah. I, let me just say that so nobody thinks I'm just coming down on the line. This is across the board on both sides of the ball. Yeah, and I think it's where we have to understand where everything has a place and has a time. Offensive line is one that is built off of a model of consistency. It is one that is not streaky. It is not overly splashy. The way the line works is the cadence and the tempo of the beat, right? We are the heartbeat of of what the team is. And that offensive line has to keep a steady heartbeat, right? Right. If you get off beat, what happens? Oh, you got arrhythmia here. I need you to take this uh, baby aspirin. <laughs> We're going to do a stress test, right? Because it, you're expecting consistency within that. And so defense, like defense is where you're splashy, right? Your, your specialist positions, wide receivers, um, you know, tight ends, running. But everybody has to be splashy. But, you know, your middle linebacker needs to be consistent. Right. Right. Your free safety needs to be consistent. Free or strong safety, usually one of the two. Um, those all have to be consistent. Quarterback has to be – he can't be streaky. Um, that's where you look at kind of more so the middle of the field has to be your consistency. And the further you get away from the center is the more freedom you get, more splashiness. Um, and so – I agree. Off, you, offensive line, just like tight ends, right? You can't get beat across face on the backside or front side of a play. Right. Like, it's just – that's the one thing. That's when we talk about the consistency. That has to be a mantra. That has to be a mindset. And I get the guys across from the ball, they get paid too. They get paid a lot of money as well to disrupt said flow. To, <laughs> yeah. To give you arrhythmia, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> All right, to keep you off balance. Let's, but, not, let's not talk about arrhythmia. I don't know. It just gives you anyways. Yeah, but, but, but yeah, but you know, but it's one of those things that that that's what that you know. I use that kind of starker type of contrast, because, like a Max Starker. <laughs> yeah, like Come a on. Max Starker <laughs> contrast. <laughs> I'm, I'm going low hanging fruit here. Come yeah, on. Yeah. Once again, hey, listen, listen. Hungry? Why wait? You know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I like that. I uh, like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. You right, you'll probably <laughs> but, hear me do that on a broadcast somewhere. You'll be going, well, he yeah. ripped me off on that one, too. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like, hey, hey, it's all good. Hey, Snickers said it first. We're good. Uh, <laughs> but but I think I but, but I think that's that's what that's that's gives get paints the picture for people that you want to see that consistency, but there's always these hiccups along the way. There's always that hiccup in the play when you're just like, God, just a little bit more consistency to trust it for yourself and for us. And that's usually the little bit that's left over from a bad play turning it out to be a good play or a good play turning out to be a great or outstanding play. It's these one little blocks right at the last second. And, you know, it's, it's frustrating, I know, as a fan. But at the same time, this is what this is what the growing pains look like. Yes, this is this is what 
a learning process with a new team looks like. And because we hadn't had to deal with it because, let's face it, we had some individuals who covered up boo-boos like that. Yep. That even when you weren't best, they could shoulder the responsibility a little bit more. They could do so, but it took time for them to get to that point as a player. And we are watching it in real time. We can't fast forward. This isn't a sling where you can cut out the commercials, right? <laughs> like, you, <laughs> yeah. You got to sit. You got to sit through this the, the, through this show and wait till the very next week, like old school, right? You have to wait for the yep. show to come on live once a week. You can't go binge on Netflix or Disney <laughs> Plus or where Paramount Plus or wherever else you watch stuff. Um, you got to sit through it like like traditional television. It's like it takes time. We got to cut this. We got to edit this, and then we can show you what we've learned from the, from the previous week. But uh, that, that it's just, but it's still frustrating Wolf. I mean, and I'm not going to, I'm not going to knock that, but you have to be patient. You have to be patient with this process. It is not easy. And like you said, especially when, even when you feel like there is a standard that's met three steps forward, two steps back and you get back and you're like, okay, well, I don't want to see the incremental. You know, then you're not going to like this process at all for the rest of the season. But that's what it is. It's about incremental until the incremental becomes a foothill, right? Right. And it becomes even more prominent. But you've got to stack those days consistently and get a little bit better in each segment. And and this is, you know, where we got to go. I mean, again, I yoda it. You know, do or do not, there is no trying. So you take the very first touchdown pass and you've got – a, you've got a bracketing of A.J. Brown in the end zone. There's Minka over the top. There's uh, uh, Terrell Edmonds underneath. Um, you're, the right call is made. You've got you've got the people you want right there bracketing A.J. Brown. Minka had it. He knew he had it. And for some reason, he misjudged it slightly. And, and the resulting thing was you got a touchdown. Do I want to get rid of Minka? No. I don't know. I believe in Minka. I know I've seen too much from him and Terrell Edmonds. I've seen too much from those guys. But you tell me how you're going to better position them. You're not going to better position them. You're not going to make some call unless unless somebody up front got a sack that could have stopped that, right? But you're not. You're in position to make a play, and whether it's that play or whether it's the down block on a short yardage run, whether it's um, hanging onto the ball on a back shoulder throw down the sidelines. It's it's all about Yoda. It's do or do not. No trying. Stop the trying. You know, you cannot, you know, that's where it is. Because when you start to say, well, I'm trying, then you start to fixate on other reasons why you didn't accomplish what you accomplished or tried to accomplish. Then it goes to, well, the coaches aren't doing this or they're not doing this or what have you. And it starts spreading around. And it's it's all about I accept where I'm at. When I got benched by Miami, by Chuck Dole at Monday Night Football, you know, in Miami, right? I understood why, okay? Because they ran a Mo U game, and I screwed it up like two times in a row or three times, and throughout the, the course of a game, right? And it, yeah. it got it got home. Well, yeah, I, I understand that it was on me. It's on my head. The protection scheme, it was there. I knew what the protection was. I screwed it up. That's why it's on me. That, I'm a Yoda guy. You know, you, you either do it or you don't. That's as simple as it gets. And I didn't do it. I had to go back 
to the to the uh, proverbial lab. I worked with Mike Webster. I worked with anybody that would stay after practice, and I stayed there. And I kept banging away day after day. And the next week, when it came to Houston, and Houston ran the same thing three times in the first half and once in the second half. Um, you know what? And I shot them all out. I, I didn't see them again basically most of the rest of the year. Now, you know, that's – and I don't yep. say that in any sort of braggadocio. You know, the whole thing about it is you understand either I do or I don't because if I, if I don't, I'm gone. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm a gone guy. That's all there is to it. Yeah, exactly. Adapt to survive. <laughs> 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 we were real close to working at Burger King right there, I'll tell you. <laughs> exactly, exactly. To flip or not to flip. Uh, <laughs> you want that supersized. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I'm sorry. Did you, did you say Coke or Pepsi? Because we only have one of these brands. <laughs> no Coke, Pepsi. So, yeah, exactly. But, uh, but no, you're absolutely right. I mean, that, that's something that you, you have to get back on page. And you get guys are trying to make splash plays or trying. Nobody tries to get beat. And I think that's where we kind of misconstrue it. Like some kind of guys are just straining and they're trying to do a lot more. I think people are starting to press, really press. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and I get it when you're desperate and you're looking for that victory, you want to, you know, and you want to try and create that spark for the, for the rest of your team. You're stressing. Whereas you just have to stay disciplined, right? You're one 11th responsibility. You've got to have faith in that. You've got to, have trust in that, and you've got to work within those parameters the best you can. Indeed. And my, yeah, so and I think we should take a break. Right yeah, now. I think go, we go need ahead. to do. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, exactly. There's no trying here. I, we got to go. No, no, it's, it's, it's not a try. We're doing this. We're stepping aside. Uh, when we come back, we'll continue with more here in the locker room with Wolf and Starks here on SNR and ESPN Radio. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Pick it under center. Jet motion. Chase has it and he throws it for a touchdown. Chase was handed off on the jet sweep right to left. And as he came to the five-yard line, he spotted Derek Watt. Watt's second reception of the game, and the Steelers march it 75 yards and score. And there you go. Do or do not, there is no trying. Well, they did. They got it done. You know, and I know that everybody is gonna is wants to pile on Matt Cannon and so forth. And well, if you're willing to pile on in the down times, then you have to take tip of the cap and the good times. And that was a good time. All right, not many of them. Okay, but at that point, you say that's a well-crafted play. Chase Claypool executed it very well. And I like the fact that, you know, he's left-handed and you got Derek Watson out there. It's a good job. But it was a case of they executed it well. Execution 
<laughs> results in a touchdown. You're like, hey, that's what it's supposed to look like, right? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Well, and also, Wolf, think about the moment that was. It was in response to the uh, the Eagles scoring, right? Right, yes. You know, the, and second possession of the game, and to go that length because – I mean, that was what? That was almost like 20 plays, wasn't it? On that drive. Um, that was... 17, uh, 18, 19, something, something in that area. Yeah. Um, it was a very long drive. It was time-consuming, and it ended in points. Think about the week before. Let's rewind from a week before in Miami where we had these long drives, and they, we came out with nothing, right? right? And so to then have this, it's like, look what we've learned, you know, right. in those moments. <laughs> It gives you hope, you know. We 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 had we've had the first drive touchdown. Now we're working. Now we're trying to get more consistent with first quarter scoring. This happens, and then of course that was a creative play in the moment, right? Jet sweep with a little dump off pass, and with everything that was going in that flow and in that rhythm, it was just it, it was timely. It was timely to keep this game in perspective. And to show, hey, we're not just going to back down, you know, to to you guys being the undefeated team like stranger things have happened. And I felt like that was a good testament to the hard work to have it pay off in that fashion, in that game, uh, you know, with just who you're playing and where you're playing, right? I mean, conditions and environment and opposition all matter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's there's no question about it, Max. You're right. I look at that 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 drive. That was a 13 play, 75 yard drive, seven and a half minutes. And you look at it. They overhead to overcome two penalties. One was Kevin Dotson being downfield, um, which we've you know this has happened before. It's something that's it's got to happen. I mean, got to be taken care of. Uh, and then the other was a you know uh, Chooks got uh, too far off the line of scrimmage. You know, you got to have your head in the center's numbers. And those are pre-snap penalties that kill you. You know, I mean, those are normal drive killers here. They were able to overcome those two penalties and still be able to put something in the end zone. Again, that's a little more resilient. That's exactly what we want to see. You have to be able to overcome. Now, I understand. It would be nice to have some more splash plays. You know, everybody... It's now starting to talk about, well, you know, now we got to get some explosive. Well, yeah, I, I, I believe it. But at the same time, don't tell me that a 13-play drive is not a significant thing. You know, we, we can talk about three-play drives that result in a touchdown. Suddenly your defense is back out there, such it was as it was back in, uh, what was it, 84? We played the FC Championship, and we were scoring on 15-play drives in Miami, and it's like 85, 90 degrees out, and they're scoring on three plays, you know? <laughs> I mean, yeah. you know, it's like, hey, defense. I remember Mike Webster standing on the sidelines with a cup of Gatorade going, hey, defense, slow him down a little bit so I can get some Gatorade, will you? You know, I mean. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, I understand. you got to complete the drives, and that's where it's at. But don't tell me that a 13-play drive is not a significant drive. And, and it chewed up over seven minutes. Right, um, exactly. It was, it, was, it was a drive that, you know, had a splash play, right? A, a play of 21 yards or, or 20 yards or more. We had a 21-yard play. Yes, the Friar so, move. So, yeah. Exactly. So, so we had a splash play in there. But like you said, I think people kind of get enamored. They want to see the bomb play. They want to see that 50, 60-yard play and – 
everything else. I'm like, listen, that's that's in video games, and apparently Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes right now. Um, but, <laughs> and A.J. Brown. <laughs> well, well, and A.J. Brown, sorry, the opposition. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The teams who are undefeated or with one loss are usually the ones generating those. But, uh, but I think even more so, and, and I say that tongue-in-cheek, is that for a rookie quarterback learning this, oh, yeah. chunk plays will come. And like I said, you're still learning. Like he didn't, The other thing I want people to understand, he did not get these reps in training camp. Like at no point was Kenny getting consistent reps with the guys who he's throwing to right now. Right. I mean, let's just be franking out. Well, and then, of course, injuries also not making them available to be thrown right. uh, too consistently as well. So th- we're just we're watching a live action chemistry project. That's essentially what it is. <laughs> Only like you would Nye come up with something guy. like that. Bill Nye, the you science know? guy, and he's, yeah, he's our Wizard. offensive coordinator. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Mister Wizards up there in the booth too is the assistant. It's great. <laughs> No, we no, we could definitely add you know alkalines and solid bases and gases. No, it's great. Max, um, I will never forget Mr. Let's see, it was Mr. Barr, I believe it was. He was my chemistry teacher, like in seventh or eighth grade. And you know how they have the desk up front that's like you stand up and it's like you know up to your waist or more. You know how they stand in front yeah, of oh class yeah. and, they, and they teach uh-huh. behind, right? And I, Mr. Dorr, I'll never forget, he had on these goggles, you know, as he was mixing up some chemicals. And it was one of those things where he a little too much of this or too much of that, and something went, poof, and like, <laughs> shot up. And, and there was a little cloud of, like, uh, I don't know, smoke or fog or something. A little something. Something reacted with yeah. something. And I'll never forget, Mr. Dorr, all of a sudden, he disappeared behind the desk, and when he stood up, his goggles, like, were crooked. <laughs> Like, you know, like, oops, I didn't, I didn't see that one coming, you know? <laughs> and that kid is how you make explosives. All right. Okay, let's move on, shall we? <laughs> Moving yeah. on. Who wants to know how toothpaste is made? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, was, I remember just laughing my butt off, though, because he looked so funny. His hair was all messed up and, and those goggles being askew. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, man. Nah. I mean, but that, but those are those are memories that that make it that make it special, right? Oh, he was like, a good dude. That, he was a great teacher. But, it's just well, one of those things. Yeah, but and I also think Wolf, that's what this is: is that we're watching the teacher create stuff, and some of it blows up in your face at times. <laughs> that's a good point. Right? I didn't even what right. a genius yeah. I am. I didn't even know what I was doing. Exactly. You, you didn't even you you were you were a, you were a poet in that moment. Okay. <laughs> And I think that's that, that, but but I think that was such a such a great timing because that's what we're seeing, right? We're seeing the experimentation process work out, and you don't have a formula yet, and you're sitting there, you're trying mm. to, okay, if I put, let me let me see, let me put a little bit more of this here, a little bit less of this, okay, let's try this and see if it works. That's what experimentation is. That is truly the definition. You're trying to figure out what your solution is by getting there through these steps. And we're just seeing it live versus having somebody who's ran this offense for six years, has been a starter, a veteran, who's seen a ton of football. We don't have either one of those things, right? So we are getting all of these reps and watching this experiment happen live in front of our face week in and week out because you can practice all you want, right? You can write as many things on the board, right? 
all these great formulations and, and experimentation notes about what you want to happen. Right. But then Sunday when you actually have to go start putting those those different substances in the vial, that's when you'll know. And we've just had more failed experiments than we've had successful experiments, but we're still experimenting. We're still doing. That's the other thing. And you see nobody nobody's face during that game looks like, oh, my gosh, I don't want to be here. And that's the beautiful thing about it because also we have a lot more games to go. But I think that's also what gives them the hope. Right. We have enough games, especially getting a bye and being able to come back stronger. Unquestionably so. I mean, this is very fortuitous. You take this bye, and hopefully they can use this to work on the things that they need to work on and be able to use this in a complimentary fashion where the the veterans get their rest, you know, and, and the young people get a preponderance of the of the reps, and you work towards the solutions that you see. You know, again, it's it, it, there's there's specific and every play you can go and take a look at the specific specifics of it. That Steven Sims screen pass to the right. You know, I looked at that over and over in the first quarter. Okay, he he lost some yards. I think it was Steve Sims. Anyhow, it was a wide receiver screen. If they get one block, that dude is still running. Just one block. That's all it is. One block, and that guy is 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 still running down the sidelines. And it's it's yeah. those unfortunate instances where we go back to Yoda, do or do not. There is no trying. You you either make that block. And that guy is off and running, or you don't, and he, and he didn't, and it and it wasn't, you know. And so I keep coming back to that: you've got to be able to have eleven people on the board moving together and systematically being able to, with consistency, keep doing the things over and over. Pass protection is what that's just doing the same thing over and over again and doing it correctly, you know. And that's that's yeah. the only way I know how to get out of this thing. I mean, it's. There's no magical cures. No, no, there, there, there isn't. There, there's no magic like we talked about. That that green tea pill that they sell in all the grocery stores and everything. Right. Oh, it's it's gonna burn all your belly fat away. It's gonna melt it away. There, no, it's not. No, it's, no, not. it's not. It didn't work for me. Yeah. <laughs> it did not. Did not work. It's false advertising. But I think that's the same thing. We're looking for that magic pill or that magic thing. And I'll say this. I think after the buy and getting a TJ Watt back is going to be the right infusion um, at the. It's right a good time. step. Yes, that is a good step. It's not a cure all. Nope. But it is Neosporin, which I know is proven. If you put it over a Band-Aid enough, right, it, is, it will heal a wound. Or, or over 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 a cut enough, it will heal a wound. And so I think that's what we're trying to get to is. You're trying to get to those slow, steady, but it takes a process. And I think with TJ back in that, that's going to be the boost that you want to have coming out of a buy, right? You want to add something to the mix after even a week off of getting guys rest, getting guys healed up, getting young guys sped up as far as their process and what they can learn and what they can experience to add into their mental Rolodex. All of these things are, are accumulating at the right time. And I'm glad it's almost at the halfway point. And for one last thing, Wolf, before we go to break, that was a positive play. That was that. Um, it was a two-yard completion. Okay, two yards positive. Well, so yeah, yeah, on the on the screen pass to Steve, because that was one towards the middle of the field, right? 
when they were when they were marching on the touchdown. I got to go back and look at it because. But let me let me just finish my thought because it, we're because we got to go. But the point is, and I'll say this, okay? Maybe the green tea would work if I didn't sabotage myself with eating half a dozen Dolly Madison cherry pies. Okay, maybe there's something yeah. there that I'm doing, like pre-snap penalties that create, you know, deficits that we have to overcome. You know, you got nine yeah. penalties in the game. That's a heck of a lot of penalties. You got to clean that up. Those are all, most of them are mental errors. You know what I mean? And some yeah. are the, the cost of doing business, but for the most part, you know, those are mental errors that you got to work at and you got to clean up. So there, I'll, I will leave that. Okay. We're, and on that note... <laughs> Stop eating the Dolly Madison pies, guys. Thank okay? you. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. You know what you could do instead? What's you that? Can subscribe to the, you can subscribe to In the Locker Room and a lot of our other SNR lineup of podcasts available on the Steelers mobile app and the iHeartRadio app or wherever else you get podcasts. And that will help you because you could turn that on while you're getting a walk-in, right? I mean, you can get a nice little 30-minute walk. That's all it is. Get active instead of, instead of actively doing the 12-ounce curls, right, or – or doing or doing the the one pound cherry pulls, you know, you you can do you can do that instead. So there we go. We're we're trying to help you. We're trying to help you lose weight as well and allow that green tea pill to work a lot better. All right, we're stepping aside. Don't sabotage yourself. Exactly. You're in the locker room with Wolf Starks here on SNR and ESPN Radio. <laughs> is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm a competitor. I want to win. So obviously it's hard. It's not going to, it's never easy. Um, losing is never easy. Um, so, you know, we got to get it fixed and, and get back to it. Indeed, of course, that was Kenny Pickett. And he's right. You got to get it fixed. There is no tomorrow, right? I mean, there is the proverbial, uh, you know, Apollo Creed, Rocky Balboa type moment on the beach where you got the the meeting of the the two spirited competitors. One's coaching the other now. And he says, there is no tomorrow. Well, officially there is a tomorrow because there was a tomorrow. But the point is you cannot put it off any longer, whatever it is that you're not fully committing to. And they've got to be able to turn this thing around. And that's going to take – this bye week is going to be important, Max. It's going to be part and parcel of being able to turn this baby around. I remember in 1988 we were 1-8 at the turnaround. Woo, was that brutal. I mean – I'm sorry, 1-7 at the turnaround. And that – that, that gave me a perspective of what it must be like to be in Cleveland or in Cincinnati since back then in the 80s. Um, they weren't, you know, uh, you know, very good. But the point was, you understood you got to turn this baby around, and, and that's what it's going to take, and they've got to get to work this week. No, they, they, they've got to, and this is, this is a great week for them. Having the bye at this point in the year um, – I mean, these are the sweet spot weeks, right? Eight, nine, and ten. These right. are, those are the weeks you want the buy. You don't want them extra early. You also don't want them extra late, right? Exactly. Because because it throws off your 
your rhythm. And I think also having the Thursday night game out of the way already. I mean, you'd love to have one at, at, the, at the back half of the year. Right. Like have it pocketed because you get that kind of sneaky third bye. Uh, or, I'm sorry, you get that kind of half bye weekend. Yeah. Because you don't have to play on Sunday and you kind of have that Thursday, Friday to cut, well, Friday, Saturday to, um, to decompress. Um, but this is truly important, especially when you have guys within that 21 day window that you're trying to bring back, namely TJ Watt being the first of those and the most important of those. Um, but also, you know, where are we at with DeMonte Casey? Where are we at with Calvin Austin? Um, as well, looking for the reinforcements. And can we get some guys healthier, right? Can Mason Cole's foot get better in this process? How, you know, Cam Sutton, Cam Sutton and, and the secondary guys, like getting better physically. Larry Ogunjobi, right? right. Missed him. You could tell we missed him oh, yeah. uh, yesterday, yeah. not having that interior pass rush on Jalen Hurts. Uh, so this is a very important time where it came at a very needed time especially when you're thinking about what you have on this back half. We still got four pre, we still got four division games left. You still have some other outside opponents in the NFC South that you got to deal with and uh charging through the rest of your schedule. This is this is very paramount to get that rest, get that mental reps and get guys healthy um and in the training room and out there in therapy to make sure they're ready for next week. Man, oh, by the way, Max, I did find that that play, and it was uh, Kenny yeah. Pickett to Stephen Sims, but it was for minus three. That's in the second quarter. Oh, second quarter. Yeah, okay. second quarter. So I, I was thinking about the first. Yeah, quarter. exactly. Yeah, I told. Well, I think I told you. That. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. There we so go. I was yeah. feeding you disinformation. So it's a my fault. Ah, All right. So yeah. Kurtz yeah, is I'll Batman. By the way, yeah. did you hear that Jason Kelsey was wearing a Batman mask on the sideline? No, I did not. That yes. Is, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Now, that, uh, that I'm, I'm telling you, that's something you, you tuck away in your back pocket. Something to remember. You know, yeah. if you have the opportunity just to uh, come across him uh, in another day, yeah, that's just something you want to keep in, the, in your back pocket there. Exactly, because there's so many ways you can play it, especially if you get the better of him. Oh, yeah. You talk about remember, – remember that commercial back in the day where the guy, quote-unquote, uh, couldn't pass the concussion protocol, which is now, of course, taboo, that commercial. But he was like – it's like, hey. You know, the guy got knocked out, he gets up, and he's like, hey, uh, how many – you know, where are we at? The game. <laughs> where, you know, it was like – Are like, you sure it wasn't game, me? Game day. <laughs> yeah, no, it wasn't you. And then he goes, he goes, okay, who am I? Your coach. And he's like, who are you? I'm Batman. Yes. <laughs> he, yes. he starts I'm to Batman. run around the field <laughs> thinking he's Batman. I was like, so bad now, right? Because this yeah. is before we discovered CT and everything. Yeah, of course. Just, but that's one you could use on him. It's like, oh, okay, I'll show you your Batman. I'm going to show you you're that Batman and not the real Dark Knight. Because he, he came to Pittsburgh. He didn't come to Philly. Remember that. That's true. He came to Pittsburgh. Yeah. He didn't come to Philly. Exactly that's so. That's right. That's right. Well, again, you know, using this week as, it, as they're going to need to, um, you know, when we come back in the next hour, we can start to talk about some of the things that you might want to see. But, again, it's I, I think it, it's predicated all off of you do or you don't do. I mean, again, players play, coaches coach. And those are the things we got to remember because when you start to cross those lines, you create situations and problems behind the scenes that become problematic. You know what I'm talking about, too. 
Yes, absolutely. And and you never want to Yeah, let's see. Let those things fester. Right. Shall we put it? They should not fester, they should not grow. Uh, if we're staying with the science theme, we're not putting this in a petri dish to see what it is <laughs> under the microscope. Do you ever see you know, do you ever see that like like some of those petri dish stuff that, that it just looks so nasty? I don't know why anybody uh, does that stuff, you know? Well, well, sometimes it, it, the little one, you can't quite see the small speck that you take. And if there's a certain thing you can add to it to make it to grow, Ooh. and you can see it a lot larger, it's like, ugh. It's I didn't nasty. want to see that up close. Like, I knew this was nasty before, but now you've made it nastier, and you've magnified it. And that's what we don't want to have happen to us. And I, yeah, yeah, that's why, like, when we got into the chemistry class and stuff. Right. I, I was cool with dissecting the frog and stuff, you know. I nah, mean, I see I the frog cool freaked me out. You know, that, I was I was better with the frog than the stuff that was growing in the petri dish. Ooh, yeah, I, that's the frog. Mm, that frog wasn't growing anything no. else in that process. He's no. done, bun. You no. know what I'm saying? <laughs> like that, right. that's it, bud. You've ribbited your last ribbon. <laughs> um, but the petri dish, that thing grows. If you don't clean it out, it'll keep, oh. growing, it'll keep growing. So yeah, you know. I would rather see things as is at its final state versus the things that are growing up within it and festering and <laughs> make it. You know, that's why. That's why. Listen, I, I I I give all the credit in the world to like research scientists because oh, you're dealing with no. things that are just you know very 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 tricky, shall we put it? Yes. Uh, yeah, yes. Man. Yes, yeah, and like, I, don't, I, I don't have that. <laughs> you see those labs where they got like all sorts of stuff, really nasty stuff, and I don't know. You know, they wear these spacesuits and everything else. You know, like going, good grief. Yeah, I think of the movie Outbreak. Remember that? Oh yeah, Hoffman? with Dustin Hoffman. Oh my God, and and yeah, the monkey that had the oh geez, yeah, no, yeah, I I, can't, I couldn't deal with that. I couldn't be with a uh, immunologist or a virologist. I can't remember what it is, but yeah, no. I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not doing that. But you know what I am going to do, Will? What are you going to do, brother? I am going to take us to break so that we can start the power hour next hour. And what I do want to talk about on the other, uh, when we start this out, uh, off slash bi-week checklist. Things that you need to do in specifics. Let's just take it down bullet point by bullet point. Um, what needs to happen in this bi-week and going into the next game that we could say this was a success, right? Because what you do in the bye week does not show up until that very next game. So we've got a, essentially a two-week period here to get ready for that next game. What should we be looking for, hoping for, and what should the team milestones be uh, from a player's perspective when we come back here in the locker room on SNR and ESPN Radio? Or not. I think we're going to break. I thought well, I thought we were too, but I guess we're not at this There point. we go. <laughs> <laughs> 